What is going on, y'all? Welcome into episode seven of With Alex Coming, the Halloween episode taking place two days after Halloween, but still a Halloween episode. As long as I'm wearing this costume and there's some scary stuff behind me, like these things, it's the Halloween episode. So I hope you had a great Halloween. I had a lovely time. I did not go as an astronaut. I just used this out and about as my, you know, go-to wearing costume. And you might notice that the audio is a little different and I'm not holding a microphone. In fact, I have two hands to move around at will now. I just wanted to try and see if this little off-camera off shotgun mic works. So with it being Halloween, the episode, I want to share some of my favorite things about the season and some of the things that really got me into horror as a genre. Now, growing up, I was scared of everything. Like if, if there was even a theme song that would just appear out of random, it would scare the life out of me. Can't be doing that. Can't be sneaking up on me like that. Jeez, I, I don't know if I can go on with the episode anymore. I'll have to have the power through. Okay. This is not a night episode, so we're drinking water. I love scary movies now. But growing up when I was younger, even just at the beginning of college, I was not a horror movie guy. I don't know what changed or what I saw that really got me into it, but something clicked and I really enjoy watching scary movies. And I don't do it as much as I wish I would, but when I see a good scary movie, I, I'm in for a great time. Like I remember when I was younger, my uncle took me to see The Dark Knight when it was in the theaters and I was maybe nine, 10 years old at the time, scared the life out of me. I mean, I was a kid and I really dug Batman, but I distinctly, I have like a distinct memory of the scene where the Joker takes the pencil and shoves it through the guy's head. And that, <laughs> I mean, that was not kid Batman. I was used to like the cartoon, which I know is dark and like some of the other movies, but that was like, that was horror for me. So I was really turned off by that. And I remember seeing Annabelle creation in high school, it scared the life out of me. And even when I saw Halloween 2018, in theaters back in 2018, I was scared of that movie. Like I, I just didn't do well with like tense horror situations, which is why I never went to Halloween Horror Nights. I said that I'd rather work as a scare actor at Halloween Horror Nights than actually go and enjoy it, which now I love going to Horror Nights. I mean, it's a great time, but now I try to go out of my way to find horror movies. Like last year at Universal in the big theater there, they showed in the, on the big screen, The Shining and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And that was my first time ever seeing Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I loved it. That movie is so great with how like eerie and uncomfortable everything is. And like, it's not even really as gory as you think it would be, but like when the scares come, they come. So that movie is easily one of my favorite horror movies, but I really don't like jump scares. I don't like that. That feels cheap to me. I like really elaborate, like planned out things, which is why I love thriller movies. Like one of my favorite movies is Seven, which it's not really a horror movie. It's more of, like I said, a thriller, but there's a lot of elements that are just really uncomfortable and off-putting, which I like. And I know that people say that like liking that kind of movie is maybe a red flag and hey, maybe it is, but that movie, just like the, 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 the mystery of it all and the way that like the, the murders are being done as the seven deadly sins. Oh, that movie is just, uh, I could always watch that movie. And that's another reason why I really enjoy Stephen King books, which I know some people can call them kind of simplistic and straightforward, but you can't deny that Batman can write a great 
eerie, ominous presence where you don't know what's real and what's going on and what's putting you off. So with all that being said, I'm sitting here in my astronaut costume, thinking about some of my favorite costumes over the year. And I think that the one costume that's gotten me the most, the, that had the most notoriety and gotten the most attention was definitely the at-home lobster costume. And if you know the lobster costume and you've seen the photos, that costume was years in the making. I'd been talking about doing a lobster costume since 2016, when I saw a photo of Patrick Stewart dressed as one. And I said, that, that's what I want to do. But it took me uh, five years from that point to finally get around to doing it. And I originally wasn't gonna do it because I didn't wanna go out and spend $40 on a lobster costume. Fortunately, Ellie and Spencer, who I hope are listeners of this show, said that they would DIY make me one. And they did, and it was phenomenal. And there's a good chance that I will be wearing that in an episode of the show. But that costume, I wore the hell out of that thing. I wore it to maybe like five or six social events and people were just complimenting it left, right, and center. It was made, it had like string connecting the arms together. The head was a bucket hat with like antenna on it. It had a tail that was put together by Brad's. It was not the sturdiest costume I've ever had, but it was made with love and you could tell and I wore that costume to a, I don't know what it was. I want to say it was some kind of like hippie commune out in Deland. So Halloween night, I get in a group of people and we drive out to the middle of the woods where we were invited. And they have like these tents and like this trailer set up and they're like playing movies and there's food out and about. And I'm in like just like this random place with these strangers dressed as a lobster. So you're like, you know when you feel out of place and like you, you kind of like you close in on yourself and you feel very heady. Like, imagine that, but if you were dressed as a lobster and everybody was looking at you saying like, oh, why is there a lobster over there? But lobster was definitely a highlight costume. And I know as a kid, I went as like Obi-Wan Kenobi. I went as the blue Power Ranger. I went as Batman, I know. Along with the lobster last year, I was going back and forth. I would dress as one of the SNL Dub Bears super fans. I had the mustache grown out and I had the uh, jersey with the shirt underneath and the beer mug. That was a fun one. This year, I also juggled in Jack Torrance from The Shining, which was a real last minute decision. I realized I had all the elements to put that costume together. And I thought, oh, I kind of want to do that. I'm curious if people would know. So I did, and not many people did know because it's maybe a little more on the obscure side, but I really enjoyed wearing that costume. Now, what's great about Halloween parties is that you always have a talking point. Like if you don't know what to say to somebody, just look at what they're wearing, their costume, and talk about that. Like I saw a guy who was dressed in like these black robes. He was Anakin Skywalker and it looked awesome. So we got talking about that. And when you see somebody with a really niche costume and you can peg exactly what they are, they love it. Like I think only maybe one or two people knew that I was Jack from The Shining. But when those one or two people said that, I was like, yes, that, uh, yeah, all right. So when you could like tell what somebody is, especially if it's like a, like maybe a real, real like, low, like low knowledge character, that'll really get people to like you. But similar to what I was saying about the lobster costume out in Deland, where that kind of made me feel off. If you're in like a group setting where actually you do feel more comfortable, when you have the lobster costume on, people can't help but look at you. You're dressed as a freaking lobster. Like the astronaut costume I have on right now that I mentioned before, like people looked at it, but they kind of looked and they glanced past it because it wasn't this niche subgenre character. It's just generic spaceman, which is what I bought. It just says adult space costume. But like, you don't see a lobster very often. One thing I will say is that I also find it funny when people do like 
costumes where they can go to either extremes. And one of the big ones is Batman. So like as a kid, I bought like a generic, you know, spirit Halloween Batman. But I love when I see people who do like DIY Batmans and they're like, some of them are like really nice, like costume, cosplay, like full on, like, like they would go to a comic convention, like screen accurate, one of those things. And then I also love when I see people with like a Batman t-shirt, a cape and like one of those Target masks. It's that real spectrum of like, how much effort you want to put into it. So I really enjoy those costumes. I think those are cool. And I don't remember if I mentioned it in the other episode, but at this one Halloween gathering I was at, there was just a lot of people in jerseys, which I like jerseys. In fact, I have a jersey behind me. And the reason this one is up is because it's Halloween colors. The Magic use Halloween colors. But a jersey is just, it, it's such a cop-out. Like, if you're going to do a jersey, do something interesting with it. One idea that I was batting around was doing Tom Brady, right where my Tom Brady jersey with like athletic pants and like cleats, but I would also have a baby with like lipstick on the mouth and then I'd have lipstick on my mouth because Tom Brady notoriously has kissed his kids on the mouth. I think that would be a funny costume. Like take it and like do something extra with it. Just wearing it. Like if you're, I saw one guy, he was wearing a, 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 a Steph Curry jersey. I'd ask him and like, oh, what are you? He'd be like, Warriors player. I'm like, yeah, sure, but you're wearing jeans and a jersey last time i checked they don't wear jeans on the court so not to costume shame anyone because do what makes you feel comfortable but get a little more creative people another costume idea i was batting around was hugh hefner but then i realized that's a little overdone because a really popular costume for guys and girls is like hooters or playgirl bunny and guys kind of do it in an ironic sense where they'll like wear like the skimpy outfits and you know the girls will get all dressed up as it but like the robe with the captain's hat, it's overdone. I don't know why I thought about doing it. So those are some of my thoughts on Halloween costumes. Now on to Halloween candy. Know this about me, viewer or listener. I am not a chocolate guy. I do not really dig like chocolate bars. I'm a chewy candy guy. I love like gummy worms, Sour Patch Kids, um, Mike and Ike's, freaking love Mike and Ike's, dots. But I think it's, it's so much rarer to find people handing those out. People are always like, oh, I'm going to give it a king-sized crunch bar, a king-sized Snickers bar. And as somebody who's not really big into like candy with nuts or candy with caramel or candy with nougat, Snickers, all that, that doesn't really do much for me. I need people to hand out like full boxes of like Mike and Ike's or like Sour Patch Kids, but nobody does. And it, it boggles my mind. We need to get together as a group of people who prefer chewy candy to chocolate candy and make ourselves known. Because if you go to the store, the Publix to buy candy, you're only going to find like chocolate candy. Rarely will you find those bags that have like chewy candies in them. And we need more chewy candy. So chewy candy people, let your voices be heard. We will not be silenced. So with my Jack Torrance costume, I needed an axe. Because Jack Torrance in the movie is notoriously like holding the axe that he uses to break down the door and yell, here's Johnny. Now, if you need a prop, for your costume to work. Maybe it wasn't an ideal costume. And I should have thought about this going in because here I am holding a, a plastic ax in one hand and I'm holding a drink in the other hand or I'm holding food in the other hand and I have to lug this around. I think going forward, I'm not gonna do costumes that require props. Costumes that require accessories to be understood. Well, maybe not props because every costume has props. Like if you're a vampire, you're gonna have cape and probably have teeth then. But a prop where you need to hold it. A prop where you could, you could place it down and forget about it. How about that? If it's on you or a piece of you, 
That's one thing. I should have gone as a podcast host. This would have required a prop, but would have had to hold like a microphone and like had headphones on. But that had been pretty good because apparently that's what people know me as. So might as well just play into all that. At my middle school, they had a costume competition for like literary characters, where if you dress up like a book character, the best one would get a prize to the Scholastic Book Fair. I think this was eighth grade. And I just went into my dad's closet and found one of his old suits. And it was like an ugly ass, like brown suit. And I was like, oh, I'm James Bond because I'm wearing a suit. And I mean, I looked nothing like it. it looked like a total schlub. But I got like second place. I got like $10 to the Scholastic Book Fair, which I always associate the Scholastic Book Fair with like the fall leaves falling time. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because like that's when it would come around and it was always cold. And I love that everybody has these memories of the Scholastic Book Fair. I mean, I have a lot of really fond memories of that place. Just it was so exciting. And it really did show the difference between the have and the have nots. Like if you couldn't afford to get a book from the Scholastic Book Fair, you ended up only getting like an eraser. And then you'd see your friend getting a stack of books. Also, you guys remember that they would have those flyers that had all the books in them and you would like mark off the books you want on the back page. You'd have to get like a check from your parents and like they staple it together and you give it and then in a few weeks you get some books. And that was good times. I would just use Amazon or go to a dying bookstore. And I love bookstores. Bookstores are one of my favorite places. There's a Barnes and Noble around here that I have spent countless hours in. I freaking love that place. So with all that being said, I'll probably wrap up the Halloween episode here. Just some thoughts and ideas about the holiday and Soon the Thanksgiving episode will be coming around and just you wait until Christmas. There's going to be some good stuff around Christmas time on the show here. So thanks for listening. And if the theme music wasn't already playing, I'd say put it on, but it's already here. So with all that being said, happy Halloween. <laughs>